Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on or even start your fitness routine and stick to it. And that is exactly what today's show is all about, starting a fitness routine and sticking to it. How do you go from being a couch potato and to be instantly to someone who working out regularly? Uh, Well, it's not going to happen instantly, but it does happen. And where does someone actually get started? Uh, Do I have to have a gym membership? These are some of the common questions uh, that I get oftentimes. And and this whole show is is based off of a listener question. Um, So thank you for uh, this individual who wrote in a question for the show. So let's talk about how to start a fitness routine. Maybe you've tried or maybe you went to the gym and you just can't stick to it. Uh, So we're going to go through 10 steps and a bonus that I'm going to lift off for you guys to kind of really, really uh, give you a starting point on where you can begin on starting a workout routine. Uh, Before I jump into the steps, though, I do want to ask that uh, you support the show by doing this favor for me. If you haven't already left me a Google review, please go to Google, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness. Uh, I'm the only one out there with that name, and when it comes up, you can hit the reviews tab, and you can leave me a review, uh, what you think about the show, what you think about my advice, my coaching, and that helps other people find my personal training here in Northwest Arkansas, uh, and Google is the primarily primarily w- the way that people find me, so if you leave me a review, that helps uh, people find my personal training services, so Thank you for taking the time to for doing that. Lots of you guys have. Uh, so if you could take the time to do that, I'd really appreciate it. Now let's dive into these steps. Step number one, just start moving. Okay, what does that mean? That means that oftentimes people will call me and they'll say, I, I really want to start personal training. Um, you know, here's, here's what I'm thinking and they'll run it down to me and, and I'll tell them, okay, Uh, I'm extremely limited on spots. Here's what I want you to do for two weeks. All I want you to do is try to get 10,000 steps a day. And at the end of the two weeks, if you can mark up at least 10 days that you got 10,000 steps, then we can talk about personal training. And what that does is it shows me how committed someone is, but I think it also shows themselves how committed they are. And this is a really easy way to just start doing something. Um, oftentimes, you know, we, we're like on the couch watching Netflix and the only activity we get is, you know, running errands around town or maybe cleaning, uh, cleaning the house. But, you know, how do we uh, how do we just get into a routine of some sort of healthy activity? Well, I think that walking and hiking are the two best ways. I live in Northwest Arkansas and we have beautiful hiking trails all around us. I mean, you literally can't drive any direction five miles and not run into a trail around here. So uh, that's my step one is just start moving. Try to get 10,000 steps a day, at least 10 days out of the first two weeks. That leads me perfectly into step number two which I would advocate you start on the very first day that you start the moving routine, okay? 
track a starting point. And this is exactly what we do in the gym. Um, when someone comes in and they actually start session one of their personal training, what we do is we take measurements, we take body weight, we look at body fat percentage. Uh, we get a bunch of starting points, including like how strong are they on a chest press? How strong are they on a lat pull down? How strong are they on a squat? Can they even squat just their body weight? Okay. Uh, so that's kind of like where we're looking to, to start um, a level where we can build off of, but also a level we can look back on and track our progress. So as for measurements, I, I would advocate, like if you're going to do this from home and not go to a gym, take a belly button to belly button measurement, take your body weight. All right. Uh, you can also measure the widest part of your arms, the widest part of your legs and the widest part of your hips. Make sure it's somewhere like the widest part. That way, when you measure again, you can measure the widest part standing in front of a mirror. And then if you have the ability to get a, a body fat percentage, um, that can work really, really good too. Um, we have a, we have machines at the gym that do it, but if you have the ability to do it from home, then great, but just take some sort of a starting point that you can track your progress. Okay. Step three, after two weeks of success in moving daily, you've got, let's say 10 days with two or 10,000 steps. And you're like, okay, I got this. Like I'm rolling. Well, you can already see after that two weeks that you're like, you're building self-efficacy, you're building self-esteem. I did that. I got 10,000 steps almost every day for two weeks. All right. Now it's time to start lifting from home uh, or it's time to start going to a gym. And we'll talk more about that in the bonus tip. But um, just all I want you to focus on, and I have a video that I'll link in the show notes, the YouTube video I did right before the pandemic, like 2019. And all it is, I want you to focus on three easy combos. The three easy combos are the following. Three sets of 10 reps, okay, on each squat and shoulder press. And you can do this at home. You can do this in the gym. Uh, but all you're doing is like squatting down to a chair, touching your butt to the chair, and then standing back up. That could be like a perfect body squat. Now, if you're stronger than that and you're pretty advanced, then you can, you know, obviously add weight with either dumbbells or a barbell. Um, but start there, just three sets of squats, three sets of shoulder, pray, shoulder press, and you're just alternating back and forth. Okay. Um, at the end of that three rounds of shoulder press and squats, now you're going to move on to three rounds, 10 reps of some sort of push pull movement. So, um, I have a, I have a video that, uh, I have two videos, one that we did in the gym and that's just for like starting a gym routine. And then I have one that I did at home. Uh, that will show you some band movements and you can easily use a rubber band to do a rowing motion by hooking the band over your feet and rowing it. That would be the pull, or you can do a push by either doing push-ups against the wall, push-ups off of your knees or real push-ups off of the floor. Three sets, 10 reps, same thing as the first combo. Combo number three is simply just a bicep curl and a tricep extension. Um, and you can do this with either dumbbells or uh, rubber bands work really great. And, you know, invest in some sort of, if you're going to try to do this from home, invest in some sort of um, bands or at home weights. Um, and that would be my next step. Step number five, like invest in some of this stuff because it will help you 
to uh, stay on track and be like, okay, I got to use this because I bought it, right? And it's cheap stuff. It's not like it's very expensive, but uh, just investing in this goal that you have will help you to stick to it, okay? Um, here's another one. Uh, step number five, let's go on to schedule your workouts just like you would an appointment. So in other words, uh, do you miss your doctor's appointments? Do you miss uh, an appointment with a lawyer or a social worker or, um, you know, do you miss any of these type of appointments with a chiropractor? No, you fulfill your appointments, right? That's what um, people with integrity do. So uh, schedule an appointment just like you would with someone, just schedule it with yourself and look at your work schedule for the week. Look at all the other um, activities that you have going on. And then see where am I going to fit in a consistent place for my workout and my walks? Because just because we start working out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, uh, three days a week on this resistance training, um, we're still going to be hiking and walking on those other days. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of the benefits of the reason why we do this, but um, you're still trying to get 10,000 steps per day, even on the days that you're not um, working out, especially on the days you're not doing the resistance training. Okay. And you know, if you only get 8,000 on the, on the days that you did, you know, 30 minutes of resistance training, that's great. Um, don't beat yourself up, but definitely 10,000 steps and, and doing that on those off days will be key. So step number six, check in on your progress. Remember we made those starting points back in step two, check in your progress, redo all those parameters the first of each month. And this shows you progress because sometimes, and I'd say oftentimes, we'll get people working out and they don't really feel like anything's changing. It hasn't really quite been long enough to see like the mental health benefits or the clothes fitting different yet or anything like that. They think maybe they can notice a difference, but they don't know. But then oftentimes we'll retake measurements, we'll retake body weight, and lo and behold, it's like they're down three to five pounds, they're down an inch on their waist, um, and it's like, whoa, that's why we take these. Because someone could easily quit thinking they're not getting any progress, but really they are getting progress. They just see themselves every day or feel themselves every day, and they're, they're just not noticing it. Um, and that's the key about taking a starting, um, a starting point, okay? Let's move on to step seven. Even when you start out, set the stage for your workout routine, especially at home. What this means is like put on some music, put on the right clothes, eliminate distractions. Here I am. I'm going to knock out these three combos of movements and then go for a walk. And I'm going to do this all in 30 minutes. So I'm going to put my music on. I'm going to get into the flow of things. Trust me, this works really well, especially if you're having trouble staying focused at home and you get distracted by things and you start like multitasking. This is a great, a great way to like, okay, I'm going to focus solely on the next 30 minutes, just doing these three combos, three sets of 10, knocking these out, feeling the burn. And then I'm going to make my smoothie and go for a walk. You know, I'm just giving you a hypothetical situation. Um, so that moves on to step number nine. Can you enlist an accountability partner? 
So is there somebody that maybe would do this alongside you, either with you or they'll start it at the same time as you. And then you guys are keeping track with each other. Hey, hey, did you work out today? Yes, I did. Awesome. Keep it up, girl. You know, that type of thing. Now, um, share this podcast, obviously, with them if you're going to do that. And that way you're both on the same page of like, OK, we're going to do this together. We're going to start Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, you know, after we get our 10,000 steps for two weeks, we're going to start Monday, Wednesday, Friday doing these three combos. Uh, we'll put on our music, get our water bottle, you know, just knock it out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You could even do it together on Zoom. Um, I find that like that kind of accountability works really, really well. So again, share this with somebody that could be your accountability partner and you guys bounce this around together. Um, and then finally, step number 10, uh, pay attention to the little changes along the way. Um, this could be like mental health. This could be hunger. This could be like the way your clothes are fitting. It could be the way you're sleeping. It could be like your overall stress levels, but pay attention to these things. I oftentimes see in the first two to three weeks of resistance training, especially people's mental health is just so much better. They have more confidence, less depression, less anxiety. They feel overall better. And this is physiological. Like this isn't just a mental thing. And I'll tell you why, because every time that we resistance train, we produce neurotransmitters, norepinephrine and epinephrine. And these feel good morphine like compounds. I'm not even kidding. They're just like morphine. They, they literally attach themselves to the same receptors in the brain or similar receptors in the brain as opiates. And they actually make us feel really, really good. Um, I can, you guys that have listened to the last podcast about my story with addiction and prison and all that, um, you guys know, like, this is part of my journey. It's, it's part of my, it's my anti-anxiety. It's my anti-depression. It is like taking my medicine. And my wife will flat out tell you one time on a vacation, I was, I was doing a lot of Ironman like training and it's called the Xterra. But anyways, uh, I was doing way too much training and I was like, I'm going to take this whole week off. Well, by like day four or five, my wife's like, you need to go find a gym. And I was like, I do. And she's like, yes. And I knew that I had been like irritable and I had been a little bit, here we are on vacation in a beautiful place. And I'm like, you know, being irritable and snappy and edgy. And it's just because I hadn't took my medicine. Okay. So mental health is probably the biggest one. Changes in hunger is because your metabolism is speeding up. So you're going to be hungrier. So don't fight that. I would just say focus on what we always talk about on this show, which is real whole foods, meat, fish, fowl, nut, seed, fruit, veg, make that your mantra, uh, meat, fish, fowl, nut, seed, fruit, veg. What are those? They're all really whole foods from the earth, from creation. Okay. Um, next pay attention to the way your clothes are fitting. Um, have that certain pair of jeans or a certain pair of leggings or something like that, that you can really like measure. Okay. When I'm, fitting into these jeans and they're super tight around the waist. Um, it's super uncomfortable. Put those jeans on at the first of every month when you're doing your check-ins and, and that will be a, such a good parameter. You're like, Oh my gosh, these jeans feel good. Like they're not tight around the, the waist as much. Um, so I find that that works really good and then pay attention to sleep and stress. Like oftentimes I think people uh, will start sleeping better and they'll feel like my overall stress is lower. And part of that is just because like, you know, your, your 
you're burning out stress during this activity and movement, even just walking can be such a beneficial thing for stress. Um, it helps you to either listen to something or even just get in your thoughts and, and walk it out. You know, all these things can be really beneficial. The other thing is to set some reasonable goals. So, um, set some goals that are reasonable and achievable. Like, okay, in this first four weeks, let's say you're going to start December 1st, right? Uh, this podcast is being aired, you know, November 15th is when I'm recording it. Uh, let's say you're going to start December 1st. All right. In four weeks, what do I want to accomplish? Well, I'll, I'll say a really reasonable goal. If you're doing the first two weeks of walking and you're starting the, the resistance training, the last two weeks, I would say a really reasonable goal is three to five pounds. That would be like perfect um, three to five pound weight loss. Okay. Now keep in mind when you start resistance training, um, you, you will put on muscle mass. So uh, sometimes you may not see any weight loss, but you've lost an inch around your waist. And that's why it's so important to take these measurements too. And so I, I've, I've definitely talked to many, many people who are, you know, they start with me and they're like, Hey, look, it's been six weeks and I haven't lost any weight. I'm still the same weight. And I'm like, did you check your belly button to belly button? No, I haven't. All right, let's do that. Lo and behold, they're down two and a half inches in six weeks. Um, and that's just because muscle weighs more than fat. And you're literally at that point, you're trading muscle out for fat, which in the long run is the best thing that could possibly happen. Why? Because your metabolism is literally built off of the amount of muscle mass and activity that you have. So set reasonable goals. Um, you know, I would say anywhere from two to three pounds in the first four weeks is a great goal or anywhere from one to three inches, um, on your waist is a really good goal. And then when you reach that goal, like, let's say you start December 1st, January 1st, you're like, I did it. Like I lost three pounds or I lost five pounds and I'm down an inch and a half. And I was on, my goal was only an inch on my waist. All right. Now I want you to go out and treat yourself, reward yourself, not with something self-defeating like bad food or something like that, but I want you to go get a new piece of athletic wear or new clothes, a uh, new dress, um, a new fitness watch. Um, treat yourself with something that rewards this reaching this goal. This is how we build healthy, sustainable uh, routines and habits. Uh, again, I've quoted this book before, but there's a great book. Um, his name is Dr. Fogg, Tiny Habits. He's a PhD and it's called the Tiny Habits book. Highly recommend that. And lastly, my bonus tip, find some people. I find that some people just do better um, going to the gym. Okay. Um, you can do this from home really easy by investing in a little bit of weights or workout bands off Amazon, something like that. But I do find that some people get too distracted at home or home is like associated in their mind with the place that I relax and I kick back. Okay, great. Well, you know, you can easily nowadays go get a membership somewhere like locally here at Ozark Iron Gym where we're at. Um, or you can do Planet Fitness, if, you know, wherever you're at, there's just all these really easy places to get started and invest in it, schedule it, stick to it. Um, I, I find that it works. It works better in most cases only because it's like you're going there to accomplish this. 
therefore you're going to accomplish it. Put on your music, bring your water bottle, do your work and get out of there, right? And hopefully if it's Planet Fitness, you don't stop and get the piece of pizza or the donut that they give you, whatever days that is. What a joke that is. Uh, they're literally making money off of people's failures and then really giving them the failures. I can't, there's so many things wrong with that. Uh, I don't even need to get into that, but so let's talk real quick. I know we're already at 20 minutes. Um, let's talk real quick about when a personal trainer is necessary. Um, and I'll probably do a whole show on this, like how to find a good personal trainer, uh, for those of you who may be kicking that around. Well, a good personal trainer is necessary if you really, really struggle with accountability and you just cannot get the ball rolling um, to show up to do the work and complete it, you know, three days a week. Um, that's the minimum. And, you know, you also get a lot of coaching with a personal trainer. So like if you have a lot of questions, like if it comes to eat this, not don't eat that, you know, I don't know what to eat. Um, what about sleep? What about stress? What about digestion? What about hormones? What, you know, how does the metabolism work? You just have all these questions. A good personal trainer will be knowledgeable in these things. And then the other thing is learning form and technique. And this is where a lot of people I think hire me is because they, they want to get started and maybe they have a decent amount of accountability, but they're, they're not really sure if their squat form is good or their push pull is good. And they want to just make sure they're working out safely. There's lots of personal trainers that will do like a one or two session um, package for someone. So you can literally just come in and hire them for a session or two and just evaluate all of their main movements. And that way you leave feeling like, okay, that helps so much. I know what to do with squat. I know what to do with deadlift. I know what to do with push pull by try, um, shoulders, abs, like I know my form is good now. And that, that can be a huge benefit. And then obviously that you get benefits with a personal trainer when it comes to tracking progress with advanced technology. So we have a lot of technology in the gym that you just don't have at home, like the in-body scan and body fat percentage and, you know, all these different uh, tools and tips. And then, of course, like breaking through plateaus. So let's say like you've been working out for a while, you've been trying different things, finding a really good, knowledgeable personal trainer, someone who understands physiology, hormones, metabolism. Um, they understand these things. That can be a great way to break through some plateaus or what I call rate, weight loss resistance. Okay. So I hope that helps. Um, just remember step one is start moving. Step two, get a starting point. Step three, um, after two weeks of the 10,000 steps per day, then start lifting, whether it's in a gym or at home. Um, step four, schedule your workouts just like an appointment uh, with yourself or with schedule it just like you would your doctor or your lawyer, right? Step five, check in with your progress the first of each month. Step six, even when you start, set the stage. Like if you're at home, especially put on your music, get a water bottle, like focus in on that work. Step seven, invest if you're at home in some home weights or some bands or invest in a gym membership. Um, if you invest one way or the other, it's going to help you to stick to it. Uh, step number eight, can you enlist an accountability partner and share this podcast with them? Step number nine, pay attention to the changes along the way. 
So mental uh, changes, hunger changes, clothes changes, sleep, stress. Step number 10, set reasonable goals. Each time you meet that goal, reward yourself. Okay. And then obviously the bonus tip, uh, if you find that you're just going to do better at a gym routine uh, with a gym membership, then that's the direction that you need to go and don't even try to do it at home. If you just know that's just not my personality. Okay. Thank you for listening to the last 24 minutes of me rambling about how to start a workout routine. If you would like to support the show, you can do so by one of two ways, leaving me a review on Google or on the podcast player that you're listening to, or as you guys know, who have been listening and using the thorn supplements, uh, thorn supplements are the best supplements in the game. They're uh, triple tested to have in them what they say they have in them. If you're buying your supplements from Walmart or Amazon, you have no idea what you're getting. I give all my clients and listeners 25% off by joining joining the client invite list. All you have to do is email me, muscles and veggies, all one word, muscles and veggies at Gmail. Say, I want to join the client invite list. I'll shoot you an invite from Thorn, and it gives you 25% off the whole store every single time you log into your account. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this weekly show that I put out. I put out a show every week. It's free. Uh, Tune in. Share it with somebody that also could benefit. And I'll see you guys next time on the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast.